Top five dead or alive. The white man can jump above the rim. The sixth man, he got game and space jam. Figure it out. <laughs> can we talk about dating? Ooh, this is a spicy topic. <laughs> Let's get into it. Welcome back. Another episode of the Multi Tapper. Another episode of Can We Talk About with the Multi Tapper. I'm your host, Marcus, the Multi Tapperist, as usual, being goofy. <laughs> um, dating. Let's get right into it, man. It's, it's something I'm not actively practicing <laughs> for many, 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 many of reasons and factors. I make it sound worse than it really is. (laughs) What you got to understand about me is I exaggerate a lot. So it it's never as bad as I make it seem. (laughs) And that's what anything like I, I exaggerate everything. I think things are funnier that way. Like comedians obviously exaggerate a lot of things. Not that I'm a comedian. I could be one. I would be a very good one. But. Anyway, <laughs> I exaggerate a lot of things, so, but I'm not actively dating at the moment, and at the same time, I'm not actively not dating, <laughs> if that makes any sense, like, yes, I've said several times I'm a single man with no children, and there, there's, I'm not in a, a talking to phase with anybody, but I'm enjoying the perks or the pros that do come with being single. So what I mean by I'm not actively not dating is just means that I'm not like choosing to not date. Like I'm not, I haven't, I haven't made, um, like I haven't met, come across the woman. I haven't come across anybody and they've been like eager to see me again or, want to hang out again or want to go on another or you know want to go to the movies want to do something and I'm just like uh no I'm not dating right now that's what I mean by that like I haven't drawn a line and said I'm not dating so no I don't want to spend time with you that's what I mean by I'm not actively not dating when I do decide to date again it's gonna be for marriage and this is why I'm very this is why I'm very selective about dating because it it seems so draining and it takes a lot of time and effort and I just don't have the energy for it. (laughs) And, And that's fine. Dating isn't for everybody. Dating may just not be for me. I was the kind of person that I had this idea that I was only ever gonna date. I was only ever gonna be with one person. Like, I was going to meet my high school sweetheart, and we were going to go to the same college, and we were going to get married, have kids, and all of that by the age of 25. Like, I was very, I'm not going to say eager, because I feel like if I was to say eager, then that means that I was, like, actively searching for the one. But that's not what I was very much looking forward to 
meeting that one girl and that was going to be my prom date and I was going to again I was going to be my girlfriend I was going to be my wife and I was looking forward to growing old with just that one person I was never that guy that like wanted to date around and experience all these different just want to be out here with a lot of different suitors or possible suitors contrary to popular belief because I know (laughs) I have friends now that think I have a lot of um, possible suitors or I have a lot of friends who happen to be women that are interested in me, but I don't. It's not like it's not like I'm intentionally gathering women <laughs> like Pokemon, <laughs> but that's just, you know, I, I do have a lot of friends that are women. I don't have a lot of friends, but the ones I do have just happen to be black women but that's just how it is that again that's not intentional that's just what it is so most of them aren't possible suitors at this age a lot of them are married or ain't interested in me (laughs) but anyway dating dating now i don't know it seems like a lot of people struggle with it like people i know people i don't know Dating in this day and age, and I can't really compare it to, like, the 90s because I wasn't dating in the 90s. Obviously, I was in middle school and elementary and all of that. So I can just go based on what I see. And there are a lot of there's obviously a lot of different factors that go into everything and the change of everything. But in the change of dating, we're seeing um, we've seen kind of like a role reversal recently and what i mean by role reversal is we are at a point where women are waking up to a lot of um things (laughs) women are are realizing a lot of things and they're deciding that they're not gonna just idly sit by anymore and not do anything about it they are going to live their lives the way they see fit i think I'm not going to say this is the first time this is happening because, again, I don't know. But it's just when you look at tradition and you look at the brainwashing of the women and like my mother's generation, like what they were told, what they were taught is what's proper, quote unquote, or what they're supposed to believe or how they're supposed to conduct themselves. All of those things, all of those um, barriers are breaking down now. And the new age woman woman of today and my generation millennials those women are traditional women and traditionalism in the millennial generation is kind of hard to come by and that's that's a little tough for me sometimes and I know that may sound weird but because I was brainwashed and I was raised in a Christian home so there are certain things about it There are certain things of that traditional old school woman that I do find appealing and that even myself, like I've adopted, you know, I've adopted certain characteristic or certain characteristics or certain traits. And I, you know, I apply that to my to my to my dating life or lack thereof. There are certain things that I just won't do. Like, for example, not even example. This is just uh, let me share a bit of information I am not the person to, like, if I decide I'm talking to somebody or I'm dating, I can only handle one person at a time. (laughs) I know this may just be me and it's not 
fair for me to like assume other like or it's not fair for me to assume women are like this or even demand it but I feel like if I'm giving you my undivided attention is just you and I've proven that then I want the same thing in return a lot of women in this generation now aren't like that and they're not going to be like that because they've been burned enough They've been burned enough to where they've given all their energy to one dude and then they find out, you know, he's dating around and is a miscommunication because he's like, oh, well, we still not together. We technically not together. So, you know, I don't know why you thought that kind of thing. So I get it. I understand why women are like, I'm just saying me personally, I am not going to be I'm not going to date a woman and then on the next weekend, go on another date, and then the next weekend. And these are all separate dates with separate women. And then of that bunch of women, I'm going to make a decision of who who gets a second date. Like, it's not a game show to me. <laughs> it's not a game show to me. Like, this is a one-at-a-time thing to me. Because to me, if I'm, uh, again, if I'm dating to marry, if that's the next step, and at, you know, the age I'm at, 35 years old, I'm not dating to just date. Or because I need something to do on the weekends. Like, I'm dating to find a wife. So, I need to take my time and assess each woman and have these intimate conversations and intimate reactions. And I need to gather certain information from this individual before I can say, okay, I can tolerate this person for another day. Or I can tolerate this person for another week. Or, you know, I like her enough to go on another date. Like, it's a process, and it's not just a process for me, it's a process for everybody, but obviously everybody's process doesn't progress the same. So, not knocking anybody who does it, but I've, like, I've had women that I've been interested in, and when I find out or when I realize that they aren't, like, our beliefs don't align as far as that goes, as far as, like, like she feels like, oh well, you know, I'm I'm still single, so I'm gonna date whoever I wanna date. I usually back off then. That's just me, that's just how I roll, that's just how I do it. I get it. You are single, you are free to do whatever you wanna whatever it is you wanna do. As I've told my friend before, I had a friend that, you know, made a decision to do something and I told I, I specifically told her like it would put a strain on our friendship she felt like I was judging her I'm like it's not that I'm judging you it's just that in life we make choices everybody makes choices and there's a consequence to that I'm like you are free to make whatever choice you want to whatever whatever choice you want to make like you are free to make those choices but all of those decisions you make have weight and it's gonna affect people differently people around you differently you may have a bunch of people around you who don't care. You may have a bunch of people around you who do. That's the thing about, to me, making friends at, at this age and keeping friends at this age. It feels more like networking. And I've said how much I don't like it. I've never said it on this podcast, but this is years ago on Facebook. I've, said, I've spoken about how I don't like making friends at this age because it all just seems too much like, networking but i'll go into that on my next podcast anyway like i was talking to this friend and i let i just let her know that the the decision she made was gonna affect me and 
that's just something that you have to live with. If it's something that you want to do or love to do or whatever it is, then go for it. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But I'm just saying, just because you make the decision doesn't mean everybody is supposed to be okay with it. Like, just because I'm your friend, I'm not going to be okay with every single thing you do. If I'm okay with every single thing you do, then there's probably something wrong with our friendship. I can assure you, in my case, that's just how I am as a friend, because I know I'm not okay with a lot of things. (laughs) But I don't speak on a lot of things either when it comes to my friends. Like, I don't just interject myself and state my opinion. Like, I keep my thoughts to myself unless you ask me. You know, and then I'll say, hey, well, I did have a problem with you doing this. I don't hate you. But anyway, back to dating. Being single has its ups and downs. Obviously, the ups are you don't have to worry about anybody sweating you about anything. You move to the beat of your own drum. You ain't got to tolerate what. The people who vent to you about their relationships and marriages, you don't have to deal with that stuff. So it kind of makes you, it kind of makes me, I don't know about nobody else, but it kind of makes me feel good sometimes. Like when somebody vents to me about what's going on in their relationship and I just be shaking my head like, man, I'm glad I ain't got to deal with this. Like (laughs) I don't have to do, I don't have these problems. I got 99 problems and this is not one of them, but that's the upside of it. You know, there's a lot of upside to it. You, me again, I I got a bachelor pad and I am free to roam in my fortress of solitude, (laughs) you know, so I don't have anybody in my way. I can do things the way I want to do things. I can paint, stick, staple pizzas to the ceiling if I want to. (laughs) Don't know why I want to do that, but that's actually kind of dope to have moldy pizza on the ceiling. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like you just, I can just do it. You can do whatever it is you want to do. And there's nothing wrong with, I mean, everything about freedom is appealing. That's just like being at work and getting the easy assignment and just having to do nothing all day. Some people don't like that. Some people don't like having nothing to do. They want something to do. They came to work to work. They feel like if they're doing nothing, then send them home. But I've been, I've had days, especially at this occupation I have now, I've had days where I don't do anything all day. And I'm like, as long as y'all willing to pay me for it, man, whatever. (laughs) But the downside, downside to being single is, you know, it's, it's cold when you're lonely. You long for a touch. You long to be held you long for these moments you want companionship especially around this time of year valentine's day so you're going to see a lot of of romanticism that you're not going to get to participate in or you're not going to benefit from you miss out on couples things that somewhat look fun but they always look corny to me (laughs) i'm sorry but i've never been I've always felt like that couple's stuff. It just seems, it looks so forced sometimes. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but like when I see um, examples of it, like I've seen it in movies and I've even seen, I've even seen it in person. It's just like, why does that seem so fake? It seems forced. Like somebody, 
Like it's usually though it's it's the way it usually seems to play out in TV and movies. It's, it's the wives that's setting it up, and that's fine. I mean, if y'all all got real chemistry like that, then that's cool. But I've just seen some that are just I don't know what it is. But when couples get together and they got that long history and they get married, they just get really corny. And I I feel like that's like where the birth of the um. The dad jokes, and I feel like that's where that comes from. Like, dads have to play it so safe that they just come up with the corniest, safest jokes. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if my cousin listens to my podcast, but I feel like sometimes he is that corny dad. Like, sometimes I just catch it, and I just be looking at him like, you used to be funny, man. <laughs> I've never told him that, so... If you're listening to this, just message me. <laughs> just message me and let me know you got the message. But the downsides is you just you miss a lot of, you know, affection and attention and all of the things that come with that. Of course, you can, you know, the sex is always there. You can find sex anywhere with anybody, especially in this day and age. So that's never a... It's usually never a thing. I'm not going to say that's never a thing because even as a man, there are other men who don't just put their penis in anything. <laughs> I know I don't, so I'm going to I'm going to stand up for the rest of the men who are um not hoes. <laughs> the rest of y'all some hoes, but <laughs> but um yeah, there's the, the obvious downside. So it's it's a it's a constant battle i can say for me personally i can't really speak for anybody else that um it it never really i never really feel it like i spoke about this in my first flight but i never really feel it unless i'm coming from a situation where i'm around people and then i come home and it's just silence like silence is golden don't get it twisted because like fonte said it all depends on your perspective. I know married men that'll kill for a quiet house, and I know single men that'll kill for a home-cooked meal. I cook my own meals, first of all, but <laughs> I get what he was saying about, I get what he was saying in that quote. Like, he was just saying that it just depends on, you know, your perspective. Like, sometimes you see something from the outside looking in, like me. Like, we have a, at, at my job, I have a coworker that, usually has like usually brings meals to lunch every day and like we've made fun of him like man we don't have a wife at home to cook us home cooked meals to bring to have ready to bring into work the next day so like he was getting on us about paying for food all the time to add on to what Fonte was saying in that quote it's just again it is based on your per your perspective and sometimes things aren't as good as they look from the outside looking in or vice versa like a lot of times married men or men like again I, I think I've said this I've said this on my Facebook before I've said I've never had I've never had I said specifically a black man I've never had a black man encourage me to get married it's always it was always hey man don't ever get married stay single forever <laughs> it was always that like that was what I always heard so that's what I mean by that like even though I've had men say that to me, they don't realize that the other side of that, the single side of that, is pretty lonely, man. And 
it can get almost too lonely, depending on the person you are. I'm a, I ain't gonna go into who I am. I ain't telling y'all all of that. <laughs> it seems outside looking in. A lot of this is gonna be outside looking in because I haven't dated in a very long time, and I don't want to tell you exactly how long <laughs> because you'll wonder if there's something wrong with me. There is something wrong with me, by the way. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it's been a long time. And when I say a long time, I mean the last time was um when um, Bill Clinton was president. <laughs> the, the last time the last time was before Obama was in before Obama was in the office. How about that? <laughs> I know it's messed up, but I'm working on me and I'm very focused on me and that that's one of the to me that's one of the pros to being single is I can I can allow myself to work on me in a way that I need to be worked on without having the distractions of being in a relationship or without trying to do it in a relationship because a lot of times when that happens you end up bringing somebody else down and that puts a strain on the on the relationship or the marriage whenever that um, moment takes place in your life like I don't want to be that guy that's gonna be married and cheating on my wife for 10 years only to find out that I got some unaddressed childhood trauma that I need to deal with like no we're I'm addressing this beforehand so even if it takes me another 20 years if I get married at 70 years old like Tina Turner then that's just what it's gonna be but Again, there are a lot of things that are preventable. There are a lot of things that you can avoid. Like, I tell people this when, you know, they ask me, like, why am I not dating or why am I not trying to get married? I'm like, there's just, I'm just not ready. I know I'm not ready. I'm not financially stable the way I want to be. I'm not internally stable the way I want to be. There's a lot of things you can't plan for, obviously, but there are some things that can be avoided. A lot of problems that come up in relationships or marriage are often rooted in finances or personal demons. So I don't think there's anything wrong with me wanting to get these things. And these aren't the only two things, but these are just two of the examples. I don't think there's anything wrong with me or anybody who wants to get things straight before they jump into a relationship. But from the outside looking in, outside looking in, it looks like and I've said this to somebody before and they felt kind of bad <laughs> because we were talking about cheating. Cheating, it seems like either cheat or be cheated on. And that sucks. <laughs> that that really sucks. Like, that's tough, man. Because I, I can't see myself cheating. And this is what I talked to my friend about when I was we were talking about cheating. She was telling me she cheated. And I told her I feel like that's one another reason why I kind of avoid dating because cheating is that's that's the the ultimate line for me. Like even if we're married and you cheat, like a divorce follows that for me personally. I've noticed, and I, I get it, man. I, marriage is hard, and you go through so much, and there's so many obstacles and courses and walls to get over and get through but cheating is is the, the ultimate disrespect to me because I don't care how much at war you are with yourself I feel like 
at any given point and you know you can you know you can end the relationship and do whatever it is you need to do is it, it always comes back around to this word and i know people are tired of hearing it but it's just basic communication man like how hard is communication to people and i see how hard it is like i it doesn't seem hard to me i've tried communicating with people that don't just flat out don't want to communicate with me and there's nothing you can do about it like you can't force a response out of a person or you can't force somebody to tell you something or you can't force somebody to express themselves to you to me in order to avoid confusion i try to be as communicative as possible like i try to be expressive as possible when i need to be i'm not like that often and yes i am the quiet person but when i when i need to be it's like okay i need to express myself i need to get something off my chest because it builds unnecessary tension and it just doesn't need to be the case. Like even if I, if I do cheat in the relationship, I'm not going to act like it didn't happen and just go home and go back to my wife or go back to my girlfriend. Like that's just not going to happen. Like I'm going to, I have some issues and I'm at, like I heard, um, I guess it was Kevin Gates. I read somewhere that his wife said in regards to his cheating, she said she wasn't upset because she knew he was at war with himself and not with her. <laughs> People were like laughing or whatever, but and I laughed too when I saw it. I was just like, mm, "Honey, child." <laughs> but I get it. Like later when I thought about it, I was like, I can understand why she was able to take it that way. Because she knew, like, it wasn't something that she did. Like, she did everything she was supposed to do as a wife or as, a, you know, as his partner or whatever. And it's something that he needs to do on his own. So I can see how she was able to find peace with that. Because oftentimes when people do cheat, the person who was cheated on does take blame for it. I've heard Dateline episodes like that. It was just tripped out to me, but... But yeah, that's just what it is. Um, I I feel like because I don't think I will cheat, I honestly feel like I will be cheated on. That obviously makes me a lot more apprehensive to get back in the dating world. Because right now, it's just it doesn't look as attractive as I would like it to. <laughs> like, it just looks in marriage, too. But dating and marriage, like the whole thing just like, I feel like we've been duped to believe in something that may not actually, I'm not going to say it's not actually possible to, like, grasp. I'm not going to say that, but it just looks, it looks a lot different now, now that I am of age or now that we are of age and we see, we can see everything that actually goes into, you know, a marriage or a relationship or a successful relationship or a successful marriage or failed marriages. Like we can see it for ourselves now, even though I was that, that young kid that wanted to was, was eager to grow old with somebody like now I'm just not sure. And that's perfectly normal. And until I am sure I should probably avoid dating because that just creates problems when you're not certain of yourself and you're not sure of yourself going into 
going into a relationship or going into a marriage or whatever, like that's the worst thing you can do is drag somebody else down with you. And I have a grand fear of that in multiple ways. Like I don't want to be that guy that gets married and then I lose my job and the market crashes or whatever, all of these different things. And I have to put stress on stress and strain on the relationship and the marriage between me and my partner. Yeah, it's a testament of strength of what, you know, what you can you can overcome in a marriage, but it can also break a perfectly good marriage. And it's not break it in a way that, oh, she was a gold digger anyway, and she was only out for my money. Like, no, it's just strain it in a way that if you can't make things happen fast enough, she becomes stressed out on a whole new level. You become stressed out on a whole different level. And this is something that y'all didn't experience when y'all were in a relationship, a regular relationship, because you were both working and everything was working out and everything was smooth. Like you can't control losing your job and going broke after you got married. But there's certain things you can put in place to prevent, not not so much prevent, but to dilute the effects of that. Like, I I truly believe that if you've been on your job for a year or less than a year, chances are you probably don't have anything in your savings. Or let's say you started a new job and you starting from square one and you don't have any money. Chances are you probably don't have any savings. You don't have anything saved up in retirement and all of that. It's probably, to me, not a good idea to get married a year after starting a new job. That's just my opinion. I wouldn't do it. I'm going to try to avoid. <laughs> I'm avoiding it. You know, I'm avoiding dating because, again, finances play a big part. There's a this quote is famous for a reason. Romance without finance don't stand a chance. It's, it's, it's so much there, man. It's, again, it's not that money is the most important thing. There are so many different things you you're going to encounter in a marriage and you're going to have to overcome so many different battles in this war that is marriage. That's another reason why, like, I've been, like, put off by it because I see people who are in these battles and they're coming out of battle and they are a shell of them former selves or they're just barely hanging on to who and what they used to be. I'm looking at marriage and I'm 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 looking at the pattern. It's not marriage itself. I'm looking at the pattern and I'm looking at these people. I'm realizing certain things and I'm putting two and two together. And I'm realizing it's not what I thought it was or it's not what I wanted to be. And it doesn't have to. I'm not saying that my marriage has to be what everybody else's is. Or I'm not saying that my marriage, everybody's marriage is going to turn out the same. I'm trying to prevent that from happening. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm looking, I'm trying to learn from other people's mistakes in my personal opinion. I'm looking at what other people are doing right. I'm looking at what other people are doing wrong. I'm looking at what I would do. I'm assessing the situation for myself. Last year, I was going to pursue somebody and I made the I made the decision not to. And it wasn't based on one factor, but it was ultimately I felt myself settling for something that I felt like I didn't have to settle for. And I started like I kind of looked around And I was just like, is this what I want? Like, is this what I want to walk into? Do I want to start a relationship like this on what I feel like is conflict or what can be conflict later? 
and it was the answer was just flat out no. So I changed my mind, and that person basically casted me to the shadow realm. <laughs> but and I and I, I never I, to this day I can't tell you why because I was actually friends with that person. I mean I I expressed myself. I told her how I felt. She kind of expressed herself and was just like I get it and said a couple other things and then like after that it was just like over which the reason why I didn't get it and the reason why it kind of bothered me for a long time is because we had been friends for years and it seemed like just because I wasn't interested in her anymore she didn't have anything else to say to me so it made me wonder if we were even friends this whole time like or was she just actually just trying to get with me like were you just I'm going to talk about friendships on the next podcast <laughs> because I really really want to get into that word cuz I feel like it's overused much more than the word love and people just throw it around and don't really mean it and people use that word and feel like they don't need to put in a certain amount of work to keep that relationship going they treat it as if it's eternal and it's just supposed to exist and they're not supposed to fight for it or whatnot. But anyway, dating in 2021 is just is it's I'm not ready for it yet. But if you if you're doing if you're currently dating in 2021, I love to hear from those who are or what they think the differences are between like now and then or from what they can see. Or, you know, what are the different hurdles that we have to deal with as millennials and Gen Z and going forward? What are the different hurdles that we have to jump over just to achieve the same things that, you know, our grandparents did? And we often refer to that. We often say that the the we want what grandma and granddad had. But like when you realize what they really had, it's like, do you really want that? (laughs) And that's, I think that's my thing. Like, I think that's why I said, you know, what I said, what I'm like, we were duped. Like, this isn't what we thought it was. I am not willing to sit and be cheated on with anybody. Or you got a whole nother family down the street. Or any of these other undercover things that we never knew about growing up. I saw enough movies and enough romantic comedies (laughs) to know like that. I would rather have that fantasy kind of love than that reality love. And I do believe in that fantasy love and it does exist. I'm not saying it doesn't by calling it fantasy. I'm just saying that I'm not willing to, I'm willing to wait until I know I can have that type of fantasy love with the right person as opposed to going through a bunch of BS and struggle love and all of these things that could have been avoided just to, you know, have a grandma and granddad have. Like, no, I don't want that. So if you're out here dating, watch out. (laughs) protect yourself um be careful but like seriously that is you know definitely be careful because i've heard enough dateline cases to know that men still trash and we always gonna be trash and 
whether it's rejection or even um, acceptance, will find a way to murder women. I listen to too much Dateline. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, seriously, be safe if you're out here, like, actively dating, like, and dating multiple people and dating people you don't really know or, you know, using Tinder and Plenty of Fish and all these different social networks and hookup sites, like, just be careful and and all in all ways protect yourself, protect your heart, protect your energy. If you're waiting and you believe in something, you believe in a certain type of love like I do and or a certain you want a certain type of romantic relationship, keep waiting. Like I understand the peer pressure, I understand the the need for companionship and again, it's a personal struggle for me, but it's not worth disturbing your peace unless it's worth disturbing your peace. Like, it's not worth it on a, on a small scale just to say that you're dating and that you're trying. Like, it's cool to try and all of that, and I'm sure it's what your family want to see because you've been single forever, but you, this isn't about pleasing them. This isn't about pleasing anybody. This is about you. So you take as much time as you need and you move as slow as you want to or as fast as you want to. However you want to do it, it's up to you. Once again, thanks for listening to me rant and ramble about nothing. Actually, it was about something today. <laughs> it was about dating and marriage and all of those good things that I don't care about. <laughs> I will say that when I get a haircut... And when I put these diamond studded earrings in my ear, <laughs> all I got to say is if you're a married man and you listening to this, hide your wives because I'm coming, son. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. All I can say to you is when I get, when I decide to dress up even just a little bit, like I put these earrings in and I'm feeling myself. Hide your wives. And I'm saying it with the claps. Hide your wives. Because I'm only coming after married women. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But married, women are a lot more appealing when they're married. <laughs> Especially to the the other guy. That's what I call my persona. Like, um, Hawk. <laughs> the Hawk said, um, the Hawk said, you know, he tried to commit suicide. He's like, I got low. So I put a bullet in my mouth and the other guy spit it out. That's <laughs> so how I refer to the other guy. Like when, when that other guy comes out, it's all problems. He only goes after married women. Watch yourself. <laughs> be careful. Be safe. Have fun. Enjoy Valentine's Day. Spread love, not hate. Peace. Peace.